um, and they would send me the money. And then after they sent me the money, I would just kind of over the next few days, slowly let it fade off and then just block that number. This is a whole operation. Yeah. Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanigato. I'm Greg Dybeck. For anyone out there that wants to be a guest on our show, don't hesitate to reach out. You can reach us at our email, oplpodcast at gmail.com, or go to our website, oplshow.com. Yeah, and quick shout out to all the OPL patrons. If you want to join that community, you can head over to patreon.com slash OPL show. And what we're doing is we're making a bunch of different donations each month to charities or finding individuals to help out. And we're using the Patreon money to do that. So you get to join our Discord, kind of chat with us, other patrons, and then help us decide what to do with the money each month. And uh, it's been really cool so far. We've donated uh, a lot of money to different charities and families. So go check that out. So today we're speaking to a woman who actually left a voicemail on our anonymous hotline, which is super interesting. If you guys don't know, we started a new series in the OPL universe where strangers can call into a hotline we set up and leave an anonymous voicemail of a personal confession, secret, or experience. And we put those episodes out uh, about every two weeks or so just on the audio platforms. So if you haven't listened yet, go check that out. Uh, It's a really eye-opening project. And in some cases, it leads to us wanting to learn more about certain calls, like in this case and then do a full episode around them. So this woman left a voicemail saying that her and her husband uh, used to scam men for money on sugar daddy sites. Gives me Bonnie and Clyde vibes, honestly. But uh, as always, we've got the guests on the line. So thanks for being on and sharing your story today. Of course. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. So this is interesting because for a lot of episodes, we kind of get emails or we can kind of um, ask questions back to the guests to kind of understand a little bit, at least, how the call might go or some of the details. Um, for us, we're really just going off of that voicemail that you left. So can you just kind of explain a little bit uh, what you mean about scamming people on sugar daddy sites? I guess, how did this idea come up and what did you do exactly? Yeah, yeah. So the whole idea started. Um, I love TikTok. So I all all over TikTok all the time. My husband and I had just bought a house probably about a year or so ago. Actually, it'll be a year here in a couple weeks. Um, and we upgraded. So we got a beautiful, nice big house and we needed to furnish the house. So I'm sitting there on TikTok kind of looking at side hustles and it all started. I found a video of a woman who was selling her used panties online and I was like, okay, that's kind of an interesting idea. So I actually tried that first kind of was a lot of work. I made, you know, a couple hundred dollars, um, doing that, but it was just a lot of work, um, you know, with the selling it and having to go to the store and shipping it and all that. So I'm like, how can we do this? So, I got on these sugar daddy sites and I talked to my husband about it and he was, you know, I would never do anything that he's not cool with. Um, So we got on these sites. My intention was never to meet up with any of these men. I'm very happy in my relationship. Um, So I never wanted to meet up with any of these men, but I know a lot of these men are very desperate. Um, Most of the time married. Um, So I would get on the sites and basically go about finessing my way into them giving me money okay so what like kinds of things 
how, like, how would you finesse them? So I will, I'll tell you kind of the whole, I guess the whole way I did this. So I actually have a psychology background, um, degree. So I kind of use that to my advantage. So the way I would do it, I was get on these sites, obviously using a fake, uh, name, a fake email, a fake, um, you know, I would use a fake phone number. You could do the just download the texting app on your phone. So everything was totally fake. I would set up um, a fake cash app. So everything was completely anonymous on my end. And then I would set up my city in a different location than my actual city that I currently live in. Um, So then I would get on these sites and kind of make these men believe that, you know, I'm this like struggling waitress working two jobs and I really needed help. And I would make them believe that we were going to meet up. Um, But a lot of the time I would say, you know, I need, I need half payment up front just to know that you're serious. I've been scammed in the past. So I need, let's build a little trust and rapport. Um, I will say that any, I, I only did this with married men in sexless relationships. If I found out the guy was single and going through something, I'd cut it off because as morally awful as this is already, I didn't want to make it so, so terrible to take advantage of these single men. I kind of, I guess, was taking advantage of married men that were cheating on their wives. Um, so then they would cash out me the money, um, all different kinds of amounts of money. Um, sometimes they would get, you know, I'd like send them a nude or something like that just to get them, you know, to trust me, quote unquote. So I'd send them a nude. My face wasn't in it. I would send it from the text number um, and they would send me the money. And then after they sent me the money, I would just kind of over the next few days, slowly let it fade off and then just block that number. This is a whole operation. Yeah. It is. Yes, it is. A lot goes into it. And I will say um, it is hard. Like it it sounds terrible and I know it sounds terrible and I know it's not morally right, um, but it is hard. It takes, you know, you can't immediately go in asking for hundreds of dollars. You have to kind of take a couple days to a week to really build rapport with the person um, and get them to trust you and learn about their life and kind of, I guess, quote unquote, let them learn about your life, not really the real life, but the made up life that you've made up. And then once you've built that rapport, then you can kind of go into getting what you want out of them because it was so, it was so easy. As terrible as it sounds, it was so easy. Just to back up a little bit what you were saying before, because I don't know if I have it right, but you were saying that if you found out that the person was single, then you were like, oh, I'm not doing that because you felt like it was morally wrong, morally more wrong than talking to married men. Yeah. So if I thought if I was talking to a guy and again, I said I would take a couple few days to build rapport. And if, you know, I had this one guy who I was talking to and his he was he was single and his mother had just passed away. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, I cannot fuck with him. Like, I cannot do that. Um, so I actually ended up talking to him for a few days afterwards and just kind of like talking him through what was going on. But I never ended up doing anything with him because, like I said, as bad as what I was doing already is, I didn't want to take advantage of somebody in that situation so i would only do it with married men that would talk shit on their wives and you know sexless relationships that would just you know badmouth their wives and all that is is that because it 
made you feel like you were doing something good almost by taking from these men who you knew were cheating or was it just a way to make it easier for you I guess knowing that you are still scamming and lying to someone and that was just a a way to easier more easily justify what you were doing yeah I think it's a little bit of both honestly um I think it was partly to make myself feel better because obviously I know what I'm doing is wrong um but you know for some reason there's a thrill of it and it, I will say it made my husband and I's relationship and our sex life through the roof. I mean, something about it was just hot. <laughs> um, but I think another part of it was, you know, it's like these men are being awful to their wives. Why does it matter if they give me 500 bucks? Like they deserve it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. So is, is that the part that kind of like, you know, uh, invigorated your sex life with your husband was the fact that you're like, we're getting one over on these guys that you are like, those are bad dudes. So whatever, we'll take their money. Um, I think for me, I think it was different for both of us. For me, it was more, it made me feel so wanted. And like, obviously he makes me feel great, but like having all these men willing to pay for your attention, just, it, it feels great. I mean, it would feel great for anyone. And for him, I think it was more like, you know, yeah, she can take advantage of all these men, but at the end of the day, who's the one still fucking her? Who's the one sleeping with her every night? Who's the one that's got this great relationship with her? So I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of what it was for him. You were like a vigilante almost for cheating men. A vaginal ante. (laughs) There you go. I love that. I love that. But you can have that one for free. Uh, Or just just send me $500 and you can have it. Um, But... Well, this is interesting because I'm curious about that kind of the the origin of this with you and your husband, because, um, yeah, I think we can understand what you're saying of, of, okay, you're setting boundaries and, you know, these men are doing something wrong. So you then wrong them and it kind of justifies it. But it seems like you also do understand, like, you're still deceiving another person you're still lying not telling the truth getting money not fulfilling your promise to them um so in that case that it is wrong and you are scamming in that sense when you did it the first time or like decided to do it that first time i guess what was the conversation with your husband because uh i'm assuming like you're not like a criminal or have partaken in like criminal activity or you're a bad person or anything like that. So to, to kind of step over that line of like, okay, this is wrong. And this is going to take consciously lying and deceiving people. How, how do you do like ultimately make that decision to say, okay, this is how we're going to make money together. Yeah. Yeah. So I will say when you, when you look at me physically, I'm pretty unassuming as far as, you know, I'm not a criminal, never done anything crazy. Um, So you just kind of wouldn't expect it. So when I did come to my husband with this and I said, hey, you know, I think I might have a good idea. My husband's always been incredibly supportive um, in all my endeavors. I guess you could call this an endeavor. Um, And he's also very money minded um, and he's a hustler. We're both hustlers. We both work our asses off. So when I came to him and said I had an idea of a way to possibly bring in I thought was originally going to be just a little bit of extra money and turned out to be way more than I ever expected um he was down to hear the details so we sat down you know we set some boundaries some of those being you know I wouldn't show my face um I 
would never give out my real phone number or city I lived in. So as long as we, I abided by those boundaries, he was totally cool with it and actually ended up taking some really incredible, probably some of my best nudes I have. Can't reach some of those angles by yourself. So he actually helped me take a lot of the nudes that I would send these men. Mm. Okay. And as far as your relationship with these men, like, was it always just like strictly business or did you ever sort of befriend any of them? Actually? Um, I would say, yeah, I would say all but one. There's one guy that I specifically remember who was closer to my age. I'm in my late twenties now. Um, and he was actually really cool. Um, and I ended up not scamming him and just, you know, kind of letting him know that I, I just couldn't go forward with talking to him for various reasons. But other than that, it was always kind of transactional. Um, a lot of the times, I would say 95% of the time, these men were just like old, crusty, gross men with weird fetishes. And, um, you know, so it, it was never really, it never really got any deeper than that. Okay. And, you know, throughout all of your uh, scamming, how much, because you said you were making a lot of money, like how much were you making? Yeah, so originally I was only asking for like 20, 30, 40 bucks at a time. And my husband was like, what the hell are you doing? That's a waste of time. So then I um, up to the ante, I guess. And I think within a month I made around... I would say probably around $14,000 in just one month in one month. Yeah. How uh, on, do you know about how many men you were talking to or receiving money from in that month for it to hit that 14,000 number? Cause it, that is a lot of money. Yeah. I would say probably about 20 to 25 men I received money from. Holy shit. You were talking to a lot of people. Oh my gosh. When I tell you it was, a, I mean, it was kind of exhausting to talk to this many people and you know, you have to, not all of them are going to agree to give you money and not all of them are going to fall for it. So there's a small, small percentage of the men that would actually send me money. Um, but when they did, it was a pretty large chunk of money that they would send me. So it, I guess it was kind of worth it, but it did take up a lot of time and energy and it's exhausting talking to that many people at once. And keeping it all straight. Yeah. No, totally. Wow. Did you have to make it seem like they were the only person you were talking to? Um, some, yes. But some of the guys on that site, and again, this is just you, like, I guess me building rapport with them and really learning who they are as a person. But some of the guys on that site really got off on the fact that I was talking to other people and I was quote unquote, sleeping with other people, which obviously I wasn't. I never met up with a single one of these people. And then other other men just wanted me to be their only sugar baby. So it just kind of depended on what the guy wanted. And I kind of catered to that fantasy. Do you think this happens a lot or there there's other people doing what you did? Because this is such a murky world, I guess you could say. It's fascinating how many people there are willing to just send money to strangers, first of all, uh, which means that there has to be people lining up to take advantage of that in the way that you did. Do you, so do you think this is pretty common? Oh, yeah, extremely common, um, more common than you would think. And, you know, that's 
all the men that wouldn't send me money and refuse, that was their thing. You know, I've been scammed many times in the past. I'm not going to fall for it again. Um, I was able to turn about 85% of those guys into saying, okay, well, I'll trust you. Um, and then, you know, me being the asshole, I was <laughs> scam them. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a lot more common than people think, but I think women didn't go about it in the right way. There's a way you've got to go about it and it's not, um, you know, immediately upfront asking for money. It's it's all about building that rapport with a person and learning their story and letting them learn your, I guess, quote unquote, story of your life and just gaining that trust. But you, but a lot of the stuff that you would, the story that you're talking about is just a story, right? Like it wasn't like real stuff. It was just yeah. like made up. Yep. Yeah, it was all made up. So I made the mistake when I first started doing it of making a different story for every man. Um, quickly learned that was a terrible idea because you have to keep it all straight. So then I um, went into, you know, just the same story for everybody and was able to keep it straight. But yeah, everything I ever told anyone was completely, you know, fictional. It's actually wild to think about how deep you got into this. And, you, you know, you are saying kind of with laughter behind it, like the asshole that I was um, or like, I know that this is wrong. But were there any like serious moments of regret or feeling bad? Because like even if you were able to justify this as, OK, I'm just taking some money from cheating men and it's essentially a one time thing, I would imagine just constantly being in that world of lying and faking who you are to people like does that take a toll on you or does that make you feel bad at all at any point um yeah that's a good question i think so currently i don't do it anymore um the whole purpose of starting it in the first place was to furnish our new home which we did um so i guess when i was doing it i i never really thought of any kind of regretful feelings behind it i i always kind of made me felt feel powerful um, but now looking back, you know, even even now looking back, it's been probably, you know, four or five months since I've scammed somebody. Um, yeah, there is definitely some regret there because even if these men are cheating, you know, they still don't deserve that. And I, I do come from a very affluent family um, that would have been more than happy and willing to help us furnish our new home. But for some reason, just something about it just gave me that control and power, which not only turned me on, but made me feel great. It, again, you know, it, it boosted our relationship. So yeah, I do regret it, but I don't regret how it impacted our relationship positively, I guess. Do you mm. think that you would potentially dive back into this at some point? Um, you know, I do. And, and, and I know I said, I regret it, but something about it is addicting. Um, I, I think if it was a little easier, I would right now, I'm currently like blacklisted from all the sugar daddy sites. Um, wait, so why? Because uh, when a man, when a man kind of finds out that you are scamming them and, you know, they kind of figure out what you're doing. They will report you to the site and then the site kind of kicks you off. Um, so that's why I stopped. But the trick, you know, there's all these tricks. The trick to that is get them off the site as soon as possible and get them texting that fake number. So if they do block your site, you've still got all these men in your texts <clears throat> that you can work with. Um, but yeah, I think I would maybe do it again. Actually, no, probably not. No, it was way too much work. It was too much work. It seems like you're torn. It it, it feels <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it just, 
No, but just psychologically, it's interesting because that temptation must be so strong. If you know, I guess, I guess you can't say easy money. If I guess at your peak, you're talking to like 30 guys a month and it's hard to keep up these lies, but knowing that you could just dive in at any level and even just to access that feeling of power and control again and like manipulation. And, you know, you've talked a lot about that. So it seems like it was just as much that factor as it was, you know, the money. So I don't know. I'm curious to, I don't know. I don't know where I would put my money, but definitely seems like you're kind of torn right now. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I am. I think I am. It's, um, like I said, the money was great, but life for me growing up, I never really felt like I had a lot of control just due to, you know, life and childhood and all that bullshit. But I think this, this kind of gave me back that control and power I was looking for, um, not in the right way, obviously I know that, but you know, again, the money was great too, but yeah, I I am kind of torn. I I could go either way. I think. So did you originally stop because you decided to stop or just because you just got blacklisted from these things? Because I got blacklisted. If I'm being totally honest, I stopped because I ran out of guys. Okay. Got it. I was so, going to say, how do you go cold turkey on something like that? <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. I stopped because I ran out of guys. Um, you know, it, and it was honestly kind of getting a little annoying. It was getting to the point where some of these men are just so desperate to have that human connection. I had one guy pay me $500 literally just to talk to him on the phone for an hour about his day because he just wanted that human connection. And it, you know, he kind of called it the girlfriend experience. So um, that was getting a little old. I will say it was getting a little, you know, cause so, I do work a full-time job. Th- so like that guy, for instance, like how do you view that guy? Like, because the way that you're, you're talking um, about it, like, you know, like what is your view of a guy like that? That is willing to pay I, for that sort I, of interaction. Um, I feel for him. I really do. Um, I don't, I don't by any means think, think he's some loser, scum, whatever. I, I do feel for him because growing up, I was bullied quite a bit. Um, I, I never, I didn't really have a serious boyfriend until, you know, the end of high school, early college. So I can sympathize with that for sure. And some people, they feel like that's, that's their only, that's their only route that they can go. And if they do need to do that to have any kind of human interaction, then, you know, that's what, that's what they have to do. And I sympathize with that. I would never, um, think of that guy as a loser, you know, anything like that. Yeah. So, you know, just like full transparency, what, what would you say to someone listening to this and just, just judging you for what you did and just saying like, there is no way to justify this or it's wrong, or that's just not something a good person would do. Yeah. So I knew coming, um, you know, on this podcast, I was going to get a lot of judgment, which, you know, is justified. I think, you know, I know what I did was not right. Um, so any judgment is a hundred percent justified. Um, and I would just say, I, I know, I know in my heart it wasn't right, but you know, I was doing what I had to do for, my marriage and our, our new home. And, um, I guess for my own, you know, fucked up kind of psychological gap that I was dealing with. Um, but yeah, I get it. I get it. All of the judgment that I will get from this is totally justified. And, you know, I've got thick enough skin to take that. Yeah, no, well, you know, like, uh, a lot of guests, kind of in your position with topics like this, you know, we, we do thank you for being vulnerable and 
just you know sharing that and and kind of sharing every detail and answering our question because um, it is interesting to get that perspective no matter what and it's just really interesting too I think just like the additional psychological elements or, or kind of like you kind of being in tune with what else um, like desires this was kind of feeding and you just keep mentioning I think like what it did for your marriage um, and it's just interesting to hear I guess some of the the different things that you took away from this experience absolutely as 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 shitty as it was of me um, you know I gained a lot in my own personal uh, you know, relationship with my husband, I gained a lot in my own self-confidence. And obviously the financial reward is obviously a gain. So um, as shitty as it was, there were definitely a lot of positives that came out of it. Okay. Well, uh, you know, again, we, we appreciate you coming on and, and being honest and, uh, you know, talking to us, you know, I, I, I know from the outside looking in, it probably is like going on this platform is, you know, with a, a story like this where it can, can be perceived as wrong opens you up to a lot of judgment so we thank you for coming on and just being honest and uh you know having a conversation with us of course of course guys not a problem yeah and and just giving insight into that world because like you said i'm sure this is something that you know happens a lot and it's um just interesting to kind of peel back the curtain and see some of the things that goes on just that whole kind of sugar daddy sugar baby realm and and communicating with strangers and people willing to send money. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's just super fascinating to me. Um, but yeah, like Joe said, you know, thank you for everything. Of course. Of course. Thanks guys so much. No problem. Have a great day. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming. We all know that. For me, I experience burnout more than I'd like to. And when I am burnt out, I become irritable, unmotivated, and anxious. That's why I make sure to prioritize myself as much as possible. And therapy is a great way to do that. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's also much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a professional therapist in just 48 hours. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash OPL. That's betterhelp.com slash OPL for 10% off your first month. Support for Other People's Lives is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package absolutely changed the grooming game, along with their refined body wash to round out your hygiene routine. Join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their shower time routine by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code OPL. Look, we're honest and open on this show. That's what we do, so I'm just going to say it. As a guy, I used to cut myself all the time when trying to shave and groom. I'm talking about the sack, and it hurt a lot. But this doesn't happen anymore thanks to Manscaped. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. Plus, they have a ton of amazing other products for all your grooming needs. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code OPL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code OPL at manscaped.com. Keep your balls trimmed, fresh, and clean 
with Manscaped. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. There's nothing like... I don't think there's anything redeeming from her story at all. No, nah, I'm like, I mean, I know she gets that too, so that's why I'm saying that. But I'll be honest with you, the the thing that kind of threw me for a loop was the part where you're like, where she said, um, she would rather be talking to married men than single guys because she thinks that morally, like, why would you feel bad for the single guy who's just like, I'm gonna, I don't know, uh, because, yeah, right, right. At that point. I don't know. What's There's like the, layers to that. Like whatever you problem you have with the the single guy is probably the same problems that you have with the married guy, but with the layer of like, there's also another person and like, well, it's just know, something easy to point children. to. Yeah. It's like in movies when, you know, someone like has to like kill someone and it's like their friend tries to console them. Like he was a bad person. Like you had to do it, you know, By the, he wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I get it. But like also I want to say this before we move forward. Uh vag- vagina lanti, would you say before? Vagina lanti, yeah. Vagina lanti. I think we should start an agency and just sponsor all these scammers We're and not, like we get a kickback of the money <laughs> and we help going. give them resources, we can write some of their backstories, do the whole yeah, thing but, and just have the whole vagina lanti network when we'll, we'll clean be up. Scamming kingpins. Unless yeah. you get kicked off of the sites, which she was blacklisted from multiple sites, it sounded like. So uh, we shall see. But I, I listen, I don't necessarily have a gigantic problem with what is happening because there are men who are willing to pay for certain things or whatever. I mean, that's what essentially OnlyFans is. If you want to pay for nude pictures of just like regular women that aren't porn stars with this whole production team and whatever, then yeah, go ahead, do whatever you want to do. And you could probably get nothing in, you know, in return. It's not like these, these women pretend to like, it's like going to Hooters and the waitress is like, being a little flirty so that you tip her better. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that kind of shit. Like, where it's yeah. like, yeah, this stuff makes sense. Like, obviously we know what's going on here. So I don't feel like that terribly, like, you know, it's whatever. all an exploitation of, you know, yeah. kids fetishes, desires. And like, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I mean, that's what like the porn industry is as well. I think in her case to just scam and lie and constantly be doing that, like, I don't know, just to like live, with that being your every day just seems tiring and like why would you want to do that? But I guess once you fourteen thousand dollars in a month, that's why. I well yeah, and I guess for everyone like once you're you know I get it like these guys want sugar babies. Some of them are cheating on their wives and they don't know they're doing this. Like it just feels like once you enter that world or those sites, it's almost just, it's like a gray area. It's like the rules are I don't know what yeah. the rules are. Of it's course. like the wild west and. I, I don't know. There's just a lot going on from both sides, it seems. There is a lot going on. And I will say that I'm a little confused how you get yourself blacklisted because I don't think there's anything like insanely wrong with uh, as a pl- like if I'm the platform, you know, like you would have to do something pretty fucked to be blacklisted mm-hmm. because 
In well, the sugar, I think in her baby, case, she was promising something she wasn't delivering. So I think if you're getting paid technically for I'm going to show up because she said she was putting her oh. wrong location. So it's that's the thing. Like if it was just an exchange yeah. of like, give me 500 bucks for my new I'm picture, saying, that's yeah. different. But she was like, I need half up front for when we meet up and form this physical relationship. And gotcha. I don't know, I guess like the platform is like actually like cares about its users in that sense. That's like, you know, are you getting what you paid this person for? Is everyone following whatever rules they have listed on the site? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes, that makes more sense now that I think about it because I mean, and also, I mean, for her, like, why wouldn't you just do only fans? Could just do the nude stuff. You wouldn't have to like, also the manipulation factor though. Yeah, that's that that's part, just that's the part. It's there, knowing it's like, that you can prey on people's specific desires, weaknesses, whatever it is, form relationships. Like I get the only routes fan maybe isn't so different, but I think in her case, it was just pure manipulation. It's like let right. me and also you're going on a sugar daddy site. So now these people are essentially lining up saying take my money. Like I want to find someone to be a sugar baby, someone that I literally fucking pay. give finances to and pay. So it's like, it's almost like cutting the line to, to make money from these people. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's interesting. And, uh, uh you know, I, I guess good for her to do that. I don't think that she's <laughs> like mean, a, I don't think that she's like a fucking, you know, horrible person i think that there's a loophole in this sort of thing you could have left out the manipulation though i mean that's a little yeah but it's interesting like like yeah i don't know i uh, there's nothing like profound to say like i don't think there's anything redeeming about it i think it's wrong but it's just interesting to hear someone talk openly about that and it's interesting to see it's just very human of someone to experience yes. this kind of find the shortcut this way to make money it's not right but i guess it's not criminal like and just that temptation that kind of builds up and how hard yeah. it is to to walk away it's just interesting to to hear all that yeah man you're robbing banks it's like you get it it gives you a thrill it makes you feel like in control and you're like fuck it but like you're fucking people out of money like you know yeah. you're like you know it's 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 messed up but you know it is what it is and also i i really did mean that i do appreciate her coming on and being super honest about it because i mean we all know in this situation it's not the right thing to do to people and you're already preying on people that are like i guess have some sort of void that they're trying to fill and you're like fucking yeah i'm these are the people that i'm going to take advantage of and scam mm -hmm. um so that's fucked but do appreciate her being like, listen, yeah, it's fucked up and I did it and I'd probably do it again because it fucking feels good and I did it for me and that's it. And like, let's be real. Whatever. We might have to do a follow up with her in like six months or something, but Bro, I, she's going I think back she, she's scam. going back in. There's no <laughs> way she's not going back in. Yeah, no, she's going to start scamming the fucking site that blacklisted her so she can start scamming <laughs> other guys. Now you're going to lie to everybody yeah. now. That's Crazy. a pyramid scheme of lies and scams. Um, but yeah, that was the Bernie Madoff of uh, Sugar Daddy Sites, <laughs> and we appreciate her coming on and talking to us. Um, but for anyone that wants to be a guest on our show, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Send us an email, oplpodcast at gmail.com. 
schedule something out if we think that it'll be a super cool episode. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at OPL Podcast. Head over to patreon.com slash OPL show. Uh, if you want to do the opposite of scam people, if you want to help us give money to <laughs> charities and people, that's what we're doing over uh, at our Patreon now. And you get to join the Discord and chat with us and other patrons. So head over to patreon.com slash OPL show. And thanks for listening and watching. Yep. See you guys next time. 